tell your friends the Mark and Max show is back and better than ever. Sell crazy someplace else. We're all stocked up here. LifeRadio.fm. It's the Mark and Max show and a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Mm. When you get to start right out talking about an in and out drive through, I'm thinking, <laughs> when are we going to have these that, you know, because you've told me how good these are. Oh, man. In and out burger. There's really not much that compares. I can't think of anything in our area here in Alabama that compares to in and out burger. Now, there are people <sighs> who say that Whataburger is is better. No, yeah, no, well, no, it's not. Nah. It isn't. I, yeah, I like I, Whataburger, but come on. I mean, look, when I was a kid, I briefly lived in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico for two yeah, years. Yeah. And they had Whataburger, which is pretty big there, but they also had Blake's Whataburger. Oh. And <laughs> being a kid, I got confused between Whataburger and Whataburger. The difference was Whataburger was a Whataburger. It, they had this huge burger, right? <laughs> and. Anyway, they tried to take advantage of the lot of burger, water burger gotcha. kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I guess it worked because they had to change their marketing because they had to add Blake's lot of burger. Gotcha. And I bet there was uh, thing is I spent two years there, Mark, and I don't think there was any more than just one lot of burger, Uh-oh. but I remember it yeah. from being a kid. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. 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 So, wow, man. Well, there are in and out burgers in Vegas and you know, that saying what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. But apparently not at the in and out drive through. A man decided to ditch his car the other night, take his camel through the drive through instead. Yeah, he's got a camel. The handler said the camel is a rescue from Colorado that now lives in a sanctuary in the Las Vegas area. Loves to eat French fries. Well, as you can imagine, the camel drew a large crowd. Lots of folks stopping by to take photos of the camel munching down on some fries. Uh, yeah. Wow. I'm I'm smelling French fries and marketing. <laughs> oh, marketing. yes, is that it? <laughs> yeah, I'm smelling clean up on the drive through. <laughs> Life Radio FM, the Mark and Mac Show, and you know, Mark, when you are putting the shows together. I, I oftentimes notice a theme and, and having done this for years, I'm so thankful you do it. I am. I'm thankful that you take the time to put these together. There are times where I feel like I should help. And I'm like, you know what? No, because it, it would be Mark all murder stories and stuff like that. It <laughs> would. Yes. Because my brain is so down yeah, that path as soon as we're done. And it's like every time you really, offer, Hey, if you need any help, I think I, I always say, Oh no, yeah. it's not a big deal. I got it. Because it's yeah. going to be murder stories. Just And just so you know, the reason is because of what I do after we get done. Just FYI. It's not like I have some perverse desire right, for yes, this, okay? Right, yeah. But anyway, bottom line being the bottom line, I appreciate the job you do. Oh, and I you. appreciate the fact that we go from camels to cows. A trapped cow. Talk to me. Animal rescuers and firefighters in Virginia responded to a barn where... <laughs> One out of 12, see the man, the man at the barn, where a cow fell through the floor and ended up stranded in the seven-foot-deep cellar. The Galax Fire Department said animal rescue officers responded to the barn at about 11.50 a.m. Saturday, ended up calling the fire department for assistance when they determined the cow was stranded in the cellar. A wrecker truck was brought to the scene, and the rescuers removed a section of the barn's roof so the boom from the wrecker could be extended out over the animal, and the cow was secured with straps that were attached to the boom, so the heifer, that's one of LaDonna's words, heifer. Yes, it is. Could be, could be hoisted to safety. The cow was not seriously injured and was returned to its pasture. <laughs> the heifer. That heifer <laughs> fell through the floor. Now see, if that heifer could have just been near the In-N-Out Burger, we could have had a double story here. <laughs> LifeRadio.fm, the Mark and Mac show. You know, hey, Mark, there's a uh, story that's popping this morning, and it really is, you know, you see the story today, and it really won't take effect until next year sometime. Mm, yeah. But I, I think you need to be aware of this in general. There are a lot of people right now that are working for small businesses, and they're doing it as a contracted worker, okay, yeah. where 
you know, they file a 1099 on you. You don't have taxes taken out or anything else. You have to pay that, at the, right. you know, yeah, either yeah. quarterly or, or at the end of the year. But there are a lot of Americans that after we went through COVID and everything else where, you know, some jobs went away. Other jobs were reinvented as stay-at-home jobs. Others were reinvented as contractor jobs. And it's amazing that millions of people are doing this now. But here's your problem. When you're a contractor, you don't get benefits, okay? That's one of the things the company doesn't have to revise health benefits and things like that. They also don't, you know, you're not an employee. You're a contractor, which gives you some freedom as a contractor to take on additional work without asking for permission, you know? You, you own your own self. You're working for yourself for this comp company. Right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> the Biden administration is now doing something. And the reason I'm telling you this is because it's going to hurt small business, which it's an unintended consequence. Okay. And this is why people don't understand why your vote is so important because somebody who has a business background um, and, and has an empathetic understanding of how things work would understand that while, yes, a contractor doesn't have health benefits and other things, the contractor does have other benefits that are not associated with being an employee. However, because I guess some people just want to complain, I don't have health insurance. This is unfair. Hmm. So the Biden administration has decided, uh, working with the Small Business Administration and everything else, that they're going to um, change who a contractor is. And, uh, you know, companies that depend heavily on what are called gig you know i got a gig yeah, a gig yeah, worker right uh you were talking about okay like um well just about every uber driver and any other of those those are all contractors yeah you know they contract to the company yeah. and work their own hours and whatever so uh <laughs> because these contractors are so prevalent now and there are complaints about people not being responsible enough to hold out their own taxes and things like that and you know, because you've got Social Security, you've got payroll, you know, the, the uh, Medicare, rather. Sure. Um, unemployment insurance and things like that that don't come out of your paycheck. So they're going to change it so that now pretty much anybody who is working on a contract but is a regular worker, right, um, that is important to the overall business, blah, 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 they're going to be considered an employee. Hmm. And the company will have to adopt them as such and pay for their benefits. Wow. Which is going to cause the company to not use them. Wow. Okay. Small businesses are not going to be able to afford to do it. You know, small businesses are able to hire a lot of people because they have no real responsibility for them. They're mm -hmm. contractors. So they yeah. can have 10 yeah. contractors and throw them work. Well, now it'll be those 10 contractor jobs are going to go away and there might be one employee job added kind of thing. Wow. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. And I'm just giving you a heads up on it now. Um, like ride sharing companies alone, just mm -hmm. those alone save up to 20 to 30% on labor cost because they classify their employees, you know, or as independent contractors rather than employees. Yeah. If you're talking about adding, you know, 20 to 30% to labor cost. Yeah. Those companies are, those jobs are going to go away. Those part-time wow. jobs that people get to make money are going to go away wow. because they can't afford that. You're talking about a third of your labor cost. Yeah. So it, like I said, it's a good idea. I understand why. Okay. I do. But the unintended consequence is these contractor jobs are going to disappear. Yep. And you want to talk about a recession? We already have problems with labor right now. You know, people wanting jobs. And, you know, yeah. So now you're taking the people who are trying to work extra jobs to build a future, and you're going to smack them. Now, it's going to take a year. You know, I'm just giving you a heads up that something you might want to think about, okay? Yeah. And, and there is no happy ending here. There is no happy ending because the politicians – they don't understand how you and I live. Right. You know, they don't understand no, no. anything about our, you know, they don't understand. Most of these people don't understand the internet. They don't understand how it works yeah. because they're so disassociated from it. People do that for them. They have people for that. Mm. They're too important. You know? Yeah. Like, like, remember when you and I were emailing every day and using a teller and using our swipe cards and things like right, that. And yeah. Bill Clinton had never done any of those. Exactly. So he said, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what we're dealing with again. They just don't have a clue. And, oh, this sounds like a good idea. Mm. Things yeah. are already bad. I mean, yeah. you, you, all you have to do is go to the grocery store and you know things are yep. bad. And now this is going to blow another big hole in the, in the right. ship that is the U.S. economy. And yep. the, why, you, you're wondering, well, why are you talking about this on a Christian radio station? There are lots of Christians that are out there working Uber and Lyft yep. to make extra money, and they see it as right. a ministry being able to reach out to people and touch people, mm -hmm. and this is going to blow that extra income for their family yep. out of the water. 
as well there as are bivocational pastors yes. there are bivocational pastors that take advantage of these types of jobs exactly. so that the church can have them full-time mm-hmm. when they yep. can't really afford it yep liferadio.fm the mark and mag show you know mark over yes. the years you and i have talked about the difference between iphones and um android, android. yeah uh, we've dealt with it a lot um difference in computers you know when you grow up using a computer as a standard desktop or if you grow up on an apple product you know right, mac yeah. or whatever yep there's a difference yeah there is and, oh. and i will and changing I will canoes you, in midstream is a lot of fun i'll tell you that oh buddy <laughs> i did that and, wow <laughs> yeah and there is a big difference and i i will tell you that when uh, there are certain things i like about an android phone and certain things I like about an iPhone. Mm. And I'm not knocking any of them. That's why I say I've used both, and I like both. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, iPhones are better. The difference is the apps that are now available for Android really do tweak those droids, so they're almost equal to the yeah. iPhone, almost. And in some cases, if you know what you're doing, probably better. You know, mm-hmm. I just don't know what I'm doing. I'm the average guy. I take it out of the box. Right. And I use it. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and that's the thing. That's the thing. Everybody I know who really loves their droid phones, they're all tinkerers. They love, they love to tweak right. things and yeah. they, you know, they want to get under the hood and, and tweak mm-hmm. everything and make it run as fast as possible yes. and do the best, you know, do the best job it can. And the people mm-hmm. who use iPhones, they just want to take it out of the box and use it. Right. That's and by the way. Yeah. That was the argument at the very beginning between Wozniak and Jobs. Yes, you know, yes, exactly. between those two guys at the very beginning was yeah. um, that Jobs end in close total control. Was people like to mess with them? Yes, and exactly. Which is why he, he wanted to give the Apple code away. Remember, right? He said because yeah. because he was part of this little community of of, uh, of people who wrote code and were building their own little computers out of Radio Shack kits and things like that. And he wanted right. to be able to. You know, well, everybody should have this. I mean, we always right. share this stuff. And Jobs yep. is saying, "No, this is our company. <laughs> we're not sharing right. this with people." <laughs> yep. Oh my God! But and the, then you then you enter in Bill Gates and Microsoft. That's yeah. a whole nother discussion. Yeah, it really so, is. Yeah. iPhone but, fourteen. Yeah. Tell me about this one. Well, the the new iPhone fourteen is uh, a remarkable telephone, and they now okay. have something built in called called the crash detection feature. And the intent okay. is so it automatically will alert emergency personnel when it calculates that it's been in a car accident. So really? if, if you're in a car accident, it uses it uses the GPS accelerometers and things like that. And there's certain combinations of readings that tell it, uh oh, there's been a sudden stop. That's not natural. I'd better call nine one one. That sort of a thing. Wow. Right? Which is that's actually, cool. Yeah. And then you Apple Watch. The the Apple Watch eight will do the same thing. So wow. it's it's actually very, very cool. Well, that is until you get on a roller coaster and your phone, <laughs> your phone thinks, oh, he's been in an accident and it calls 911. <laughs> and that's wow. what's going on. That feature seems to have created a bit of a headache for emergency personnel near Cincinnati's Kings Island Amusement Park who have received six iPhone crash detection calls since the iPhone 14 went on sale in mid-September. Similar alerts have been received from passengers on roller coasters uh, at Six Flags Great America near Chicago as well. The features machine learning takes information collected by the sensors as well as others like the GPS and the microphone to determine if there's been a crash. But the feature is intended to operate only when somebody is in a vehicle or on a vehicle. That's what Apple says. This doesn't mean wow. you should avoid roller coasters if you have the new iPhone or the Apple Watch 8. You can avoid the accidental calls by temporarily putting the device in, in airplane mode or disabling the feature in your settings. But it's a wow. cool feature but if you if you like your roller coasters you might want to turn it off that's too funny that is too funny <laughs> you know what though as soon as you said king's island ohio you know where my brain went what partridge family they, <laughs> yep, yes yeah they did a partridge family episode there and yes, it's called i left my heart in cincinnati hmm. it's and uh, i'm not kidding it the whole thing i remember is that of course you have david the david cassidy the yeah. star and uh, he's got the hots for this this girl that works at the park, and Danny falls in love with her too, Uh-oh. and uh, and yeah, so there's a little competition there. But then Danny finds out that the tr- the girl actually is into Chris, 
and which is really sick because she's like 18 and Chris is like the drummer. He's mm-hmm. like eight. Yeah. And, and anyway, so. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But, you know, primetime in the uh, mid, early 70s. So there yeah. you go. Partridge Family. Tie, and I think the Brady Bunch might have done theirs there, too. Mm. But anyway, you look at it. It's like the the real report, though, that I saw on this. They actually added in the roller coaster problem because they said what re- the actual genesis of this was men not being able to drive their cars and their wives taking over. And the man has the iPhone 14. And it's like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's and they were like, we can't put that out there. Everybody uh, will know. Right. Yeah, I've ridden with my wife lately. Uh huh. Yeah, that's Dave at MarkandMacShow.com. Hey, you know what? You want to complain? <laughs> Go for a ride with my wife at sundown. Okay, I'm talking sundown, man. Not total dark. Not to, yeah. Do that and uh, then come back and tell me. Okay. Yeah. She even says, "Dave, can you clear a path?" <laughs> what? Baby, it's not snowing. <laughs> <laughs> liferadio.fm the market mac show and you know when we were talking a few minutes ago about the iphone 14 yeah. and um you know a couple of weeks ago you have this favorite and you can mention the name of it you got this favorite hot dog ice cream oh, place that you prices, like going to yeah. prices ice cream in pinson uh, okay it's a cool place it's it, uh it's been a drug or was a drugstore in downtown pinson for ages for ages and, and just and, fyi pinson is just north of downtown birmingham yeah it's a it's a suburb and it's uh, in the uh, uh, this little place. It it actually sat empty for a long, long time. I used to drive by it and stop and look in the windows every now and then because it was all still there. The shelves were still there. There was still stuff on the shelves, but the place yeah. had been locked down for wow. years. Somebody came in and basically made it into an old timey drugstore museum, mm-hmm. where now right. they have all that stuff that they used to sell. It's on display. But mm-hmm. like you could buy the stuff yeah. that you used to be able to go walk into a drugstore and buy, and they have the counter where you can get ice cream sundaes and stuff, and they make hot dogs, right. and they have yeah. oldies music playing in the background all the time, and they use a, a a phone app and a Bluetooth speaker for their background music in the store. That is so you know that is so cool to do something like that yeah. that is so low cost. Yeah, but it does have a little quirk to it. Well, yeah, they were using the company phone, so they're they're. Their business phone was their cell phone. Right. And every time somebody would call the place, <laughs> hey, I, I, can I order some hot dogs and come pick them up? Or can I get a, you know, some ice cream or something right. like that? The, the phone would, would, that call would mess up the Bluetooth music player. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and sometimes there would be two things playing at the same time like two wow. different channels on this music right. app at the same time. And it really was headache inducing. I was there one day mm-hmm. when it happened. And I said, wow. you know, I, how are you playing your music? And they explained it to me because me being the tech guy yeah. with the background and all this other stuff, I, I, I said, really, all you need is another phone and right. ding. Oh yeah. I bought an Android phone at a, at the thrift store a couple of months ago for seven bucks. Why? Right. Why? Because it was a working cell phone and it was only yes. $7. That's why I bought and it. And right? by the way, and it was a droid and Mark is, Mark That's is an right. Apple product guy That's and it's right. a droid. Uh, and it was something to play with and to, 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 to use and just, you know, I put our app on it and I played with yeah. our app on it and things like that. And it hit me, I've got this phone at the house and I'm really not using it for anything. So I gave it to him last week and I right. went by yesterday because they're closed on Sundays and Mondays. Um, and I went by, so I went by yesterday to just kind of get an update. Hey, did you get that phone working? And the lady behind the counter says, well, I didn't, but one of the smart kids did. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And they're, they're now using that, my $7 thrift store, a thrift store, Android phone for their background music in the place. And now their, uh, their calls don't blow the music out of the water. It's pretty cool. That's I, then you know what? It's thoughtful, it's helpful, and there you go. Yeah. And, you know, that's we as people ought to do more of that. Mm. You know, it's just because it actually is helpful. And, you know, and chances are nobody in that business, except for, you know, one or two people know why it doesn't have a problem anymore. Right. You know? Yeah. But for you or me, it, hearing that, oh my goodness. <laughs> it's like the little things you like to fix in life. Here it is. Uh, (laughs) Merry Christmas. So today make today that day. What can I do for someone else? Not looking for credit or anything else. Just saying, what can I do to help somebody today? It might not cost you anything, maybe cheap, you know, but Mm -hmm. what can I do today? Look for that 
and we'll meet again tomorrow and find out who who was able to do it or not. LifeRadio.fm, the Mark and Mac show. And Mark, I don't know the last time I saw a laser pointer. Yeah. But I know that, you know, they use, they were, they're really cool. I like having them. And I know you can get them pretty cheap or you used to it, like the Dollar Tree, even, you know? Yeah, you can get that. Well, you used to be able to get the little toy ones, the little tiny ones. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah, that you would use, like, as a pointer when you're giving a speech or whatever. Or to play with the cat or something like that. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. I want one of those. And I couldn't, I went looking for one the other day because I wanted to show Braylon how to terrorize the cat. Right. Couldn't find one anywhere. Yeah. Well, you can find them online. But you're you're not going to find the ones you'd play with a cat with online. What you'll find is the ones that you know they advertise them as illegal in 14 states. You know that sort of a thing where they're oh. they're so powerful. Start campfires with it. You know things like that. You know yeah. and that's what you're going to find online. And I see those really? every now and then. I'm intrigued. Hmm. Twenty nine ninety five. And then that little voice on the, the on my other shoulder says, "Are you crazy? How old are you? You know, <laughs> are you twelve? I'm a guy. I'm a guy. <laughs> I know. Yeah. See, I never outgrow that kind of stuff. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> but but w- what you're never supposed to do with a laser is shine it at aircraft. You're just never right. supposed to do oh. that. It's a law. And by the way, they will get you. Yes. Uh huh. And the same applies to when you're driving. Don't. Don't be an idiot and shine. All that takes is just momentary contact with the eye, and you can blind somebody. It's crazy. Don't do that. Well, a man has allegedly caused a collision after shining a laser into another driver's eyes in San Bernardino County on Saturday in California. The suspect, a 46-year-old Scott Soak... Soki, uh, Soke? so anyway, Scott Smith of Lancaster mm-hmm. has been issued a citation for brandishing a weapon. The victim wow. told deputies that uh, this guy was driving behind her when he allegedly felt she was driving too slow. As he passed her car, he merged back in front of her and stepped on his brakes. Yeah, the woman flashed her headlights at him in response, and or, and in response he pointed a green laser directly into her eyes behind him and shined it at her. The blind, okay. Blinded by the laser light, the woman then crashed into the suspect's car. She rear-ended him. Hmm. Now, there weren't any injuries reported. Laser was recovered, booked as evidence, and this guy is scheduled to appear at the San Bernardino, Bernardino County Superior Court at a future date. But Now, this is going to be interesting because yeah. if you rear-end somebody, it's your fault. Yes. You know, that's how the insurance does that usually. Right. And, well, I know... The, the cops many times just automatically it's automatically your mm-hmm. fault and it yeah, doesn't matter what you have to say it's you hit them from behind right and you would not have hit them from behind if you were driving carefully following right so closely that sort of a thing they just mm-hmm. the, they make all these grand assumptions right yeah but if the laser is a weapon and he right he injured her with a weapon and that's why she hit him mm-hmm. uh, that could be yep. different I, that's why we'll have to watch this one. Yeah. We'll have to make a little note on this one, mm-hmm. the laser pointer tragedy. Yep. The thing is, you know, these. I will tell you that I had one, and um, I, it was it was a couple of years ago, just a little pin laser pointer, you know? And you can find them, by the way, yeah. you know, a couple bucks here and there. But anyway, I had one, and I was showing Braylon, you know, how cool it was. And this is probably when he was five. And he took it and was, you know, taking it outside. And next thing I know, what's he doing? trying to see how far it'll go and mm-hmm. what he can hit. Right. And he was, so I took it away. That's why I was looking for it the other day because I want, we were watching videos and watching cats freak out over the little laser pointer. <laughs> yeah. And I said, you know, let's get that. I thought I had put it where I knew where it was. Uh-huh. And I obviously didn't, <laughs> which is why, the, you know, I started looking because I thought he's old enough now to understand what to do and not to do. You right. Know, he yeah. wasn't at the time. Yeah. And now I can't find the daggone thing. So I got to look for it, like, <laughs> you know, at a store. I am not looking here anymore. I'm done. Uh-huh. <laughs> It was in the last place I looked. Well, okay. It should be. (laughs) LifeRadio.fm, the Mark and Mac show. And, you know, Mark, when it comes to candy, I am an aficionado. I like certain candy. Uh, Gummy bears. Gummy. I don't like gummy bears like gummy worms. And for those of you who are not gummy people, you don't know the difference. Well, they're all the same. They're just different shapes. No, no, no. There's a big difference. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll give you an example. Okay. At Dollar General, okay, they have their, you know, they have their brand or whatever they sell. And the the candy aisle there has the dollar sweet treats 
the thing. They're all the same packaging and everything else, just different stuff in them. And for this is back 10 years ago, they had gummy worms and they had the texture and everything kind of like, um, and I mean this in a funny way. Okay. Like, you know, the, the worms you use for fishing with the fake worms. Yes. That's what they felt like. Really? Um, (laughs) yeah. And it was that texture, but they were awesome. Hmm. And then, and, and I, I'm telling you, Mark, I would go to get them and there would, they were always sold out. It's like, you, you know, it was just, I wasn't the only one. And it became a thing where they actually became in my house. The kids knew dad likes his gummy worms. Hmm. Well, uh, then they changed. I don't know why, but I'm assuming because I wasn't the only one addicted to these worms. Hmm. And so they found a cheaper way to make them. And they did. Hey, they don't care. They don't know the yeah. difference. Yeah. I bought a bag and immediately went, oh, yeah, this is. They were not the same. Actually, they were a little bit fatter than what I was used to. The texture wasn't the same. Taste was very similar, but it wasn't the same thing. Right. All of a sudden, it only took about a month. And pretty soon, you go to the store. I kept checking to, for, checking to see if they brought the old ones back. We're talking about two years worth. And Mark, mm. where I had spent years not finding them, you know, because they're always sold out. Now, they got gummy worms all the time <laughs> because nobody wants nobody them. Nobody likes them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they came back. It was kind of the new Coke, classic Coke thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they brought back the gummies, but they weren't even the same ones. They were just better, right. but not yeah. the same. Anyway, that's why I, when, whenever I see a gummy bear story, I'm right. thinking, yeah. y'all don't realize how the difference in gummies really affect, you know, people like me. Mm. Yeah. So, well, this is Don't where, mess with it. This is where the gummy world and the spicy world collide. Because right. uh, there is a thing now where people, like, there's actually a YouTube channel where uh, it where their celebrities sit down and eat wings, mm-hmm. the hottest wings in the world, and things like that. And and right. there are challenges. Uh, there are pepper challenges where you're eating uh, the ghost peppers and and things <laughs> like that. And there are right. and there are things you can buy over the counter o- on a shelf. That are supposedly, mm-hmm. re- and they're really, they're, you know, Satan's big toe and things like that. <laughs> These things that, that are a challenge, right? It says, who can uh-huh. eat this? Who can, this? Wow. And, well, one of them is the world's hottest gummy bear. Yeah. And in Odessa, Texas, a pharmacy is taken to its Facebook page in a tongue in cheek response after a teenager reportedly swiped one of these called a little nitro little nitro or lil l-i-l lil nitro the world's hottest gummy bear this kid swiped it sunflower Mm. rx in downtown odessa said it didn't press charges on the kid and instead hoped he learned a lesson according to the facebook post the pharmacy said the teen and his friend visited the store and quickly left the teen later identified as a 16 year old and then then reportedly ran back into the store in a sweat (laughs) <laughs> sunflower rx said the boy grabbed a cold tea from a refrigerator in the snack cave and threw himself to the floor employees <laughs> asked if he was okay if they could if they should call for an ambulance and he reportedly rolled over lifted his shirt pointed it to his stomach and said you know please don't i'm just okay just ate something really spicy <laughs> then they asked if he wanted them to call his parents and again the boy said no wow. no 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 then he asked for a trash can because he was worried he was gonna vomit Wow. And that's when another girl comes in to check on the boy. She offered to pay for the tea and then escorted him outside. According to the pharmacy, the boy then heaved repeatedly all over the sidewalk. And following that, the girl returned to the store and purchased a Powerade for him. Uh, She told employees the boy was okay. He'd just eaten something really spicy on an empty stomach. (laughs) Uh (laughs) So he swipes a little nitro and immediately pays for it (laughs) no the girlfriend paid for it paid for the tea paid for the lemonade yeah he still hadn't paid for nothing life radio.fm it's the mark and mac show thank you for joining us today we do appreciate it and you know yesterday we actually uh were talking about the time change Mm -hmm. because i'm kind of curious as to this daylight savings time versus regular time. And like mil- millions of Americans, I get confused and just, uh, I don't care what time is it, you know? And, <laughs> Did somebody set the clocks? <laughs> yeah. It's just, I, I've never quite understood, you know, why we mess with things the way we do just, and why if <laughs> like in Arizona where you have, uh, you know, you've got the state of Arizona, and then you've got tribal lands and other mm-hmm. things. There's like five or six different time zones in a 
20 mile radius or something like that. It's crazy. At any rate, <laughs> we voted in Alabama a couple of years ago about, you know, staying on one time all year. Right. Other <laughs> states have done the same. Yeah. yeah. And it's and other states have enacted it. There are states around the United States that don't change. They just don't. Right. Hawaii yeah. is like that, right? Yeah. Hawaii is like that. There's uh, also on the mainland, there's, there's states like that as well. But it should be, I mean, it, it was declared nationally, right? So right. it should be undeclared nationally. Right. And, but daylight savings time, the end of it is coming Sunday, December, uh, or November 6th. November 6th, Sunday, it's well, just a few weeks from now. You're going to have to set your clocks back by an hour. And uh, this year, the United States Senate did unanimously approve a bill called the Sunshine Protection Act. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. They're protecting sunshine. They're so powerful. Our government's so powerful. They're protecting the sun. Um, (laughs) uh, The Sunshine Protection Act, which was introduced by Senator Marco Rubio, uh, the Republican from Florida, the bill would permanently extend daylight saving time from eight months of the year to the full 12 months. But the measure hasn't yet been passed by the U.S. House of Representatives, and it hasn't been signed into law by the president. So, we're still living in limbo, still doing the daylight wow. saving time swap. And that comes on Sunday, December or November 6th. Why do I keep saying December? Yeah. November 6th. Yep. You know, the funny thing about how it used to be versus today, hmm. uh, back in the day, you know, you would, um, pastors would say, Hey, you know, set your clock the right. night before you go to bed, set right. your clocks ahead or back, whatever right. it is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, now, the only clock in my house, you know, that has to be adjusted manually is yeah. one that I didn't, I didn't even know it was there for a year. Uh, finally, LaDonna was like, would you change the clock? I'm like, which one? They're all, they change automatically. Yeah. She goes, what about the fireplace? We have a clock above the fireplace. <laughs> wow. Okay. You know, <laughs> I have one of those. It's right twice a day. Uh, there you go. <laughs> but I'm pumped. Yeah. We have, uh, we have the two in the kitchen. We have the one on the microwave and the one on the oven. Those two, yeah, yeah those two change, wow. don't change automatically. And there's one more on, there's one under the TV, but everything I just else know that you yeah. fall back in the fall, spring mm. forward in the spring. Yep. Just leave it alone. Pick one and go. I mean, at this <laughs> point, really, you know, just stop. What gets me is when they go on the news, like somebody like, I'll just pick on one of our friends, James Spann. Okay. And he'll say, yeah. Hey, a reminder that you get to spring forward or fall back. You pick this weekend. And remember the time officially changes at 2 a.m. Sunday morning. And I'm like, who's going to get up at 2 right. a.m. and change yeah. their clock? <laughs> I might Which do is it why the they day. set it for that time. <laughs> yeah. It was the one time we knew that LaDonna was going to be at church with us on time, you know, was when it fell back. Begin your day with a smile. The Mark and Mac Show, weekday mornings, only on liferadio.fm. Liferadio.fm. It's the Mark and Mac show as we, uh, I don't even know what today is, Mark. I mean, really, right now, I got a one in seven chance of being right. Actually, one in five, because I know it's not Saturday or Sunday. I know that. Right. As for the rest, I really couldn't tell you. I'm thinking, and I'm thinking about it right now as we do this. You know why? Why? I don't. That's why I'm asking. Oh. I don't know why. I. <laughs> well, just so you know, it's Wednesday. <laughs> Thank you. Well, it's fall break for Braylon, okay? Oh, I got you. And yeah. So it's like uh, every day is a party. Every meal is a feast. It's just like Mardi Gras without the beads. And, right. You know, grandchildren are a special treat. And they, uh, in, in our world, they are. And, and Braylon, Braylon's like, a, he's a one-person person. You know, he loves you, but he likes to be with, he does his best one-on-one. Mm. Because the minute you add two, that's an audience and his performance time. Right. I'm not yeah. kidding, man. Yep. When I was a little kid, Break out the Don Ho and Tiny Bubbles. Boy, I was singing, you know? And that's kind of how Bray is. Except, you know, his is dancing and doing kung fu and everything uh, else. So, yeah. Yeah. It's like, but he's having like a, a mamu. He needs his grandma for whatever this yeah. is. And he's a little under the weather. You know, has that kind of fall cough thing that I get. Yeah. And it's like. He just needs his mamu, his granny. You know, that's what he wants right now. And it's like, it's been like, well, he's like that for a day or two at a time. And he's like been that way. So even though he might be here, 
he's with her, you know, yeah, yeah. It's like I just, I get to see him, you know, at the house, but it's like, I, I got a note the other night, you know, Hey, I'm brace been in the night. Like, okay. Um, where are y'all? <laughs> are you guys, hey, you're texting me like you're not here. Right. Aren't you in another part of the house? It's not like we got a Butler that's, <laughs> you know, shuffling around with Alfred. But anyway, it's just, I don't see him when it's the two of them. I don't know. They could be here. They could be shopping. They could mm-hmm. be anywhere. Yeah. And it's just, and the reason he does it because she, there's a word that does not exist in LaDonna's vocabulary oh. when it comes to children. <laughs> two letters too, right? No. Yeah. No. It, <laughs> it's, uh, it's negotiation time. And they, uh, and he knows that, you know, yeah. the kids all knew it too. It's yeah. just, you yeah. know, anyway, so I, that's my word. That's why I don't even know what day it is, Mark. Yeah. Well, bless your heart. It, it, I'm glad it, you told me. It's Wednesday, the 12th day of October in our year, the year wow. of our Lord, 2022. There you go. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. You're welcome. So Mark, Oregon police uh-huh. are warning um, about something. And whenever Oregon and police are mentioned, mm. I immediately start really worrying because <laughs> that's a messed up state, man. It really is right now. Police. In and Houston. by the way, if you're listening to us in Oregon, mm-hmm. I have family in Oregon. All right. Yeah. Just so we're clear on this. And they love it. And so oh, it's a beautiful place. I yes. met a guy not too long ago who just moved here not long ago from Oregon. I said, wow, you swapped one beautiful party of the country for the other, another. And he said, I swapped a, a beautiful and crazy part of the country for another one. That's not so crazy. <laughs> there you go. All right. Police in Newport, Oregon issued a warning last week after what appeared to be several hand grenades washed ashore wow. on a beach. I'm having trouble wow. imagining hand grenades washing anywhere since they're, you know, made of metal and heavy. But officers responded to multiple reports of explosives washing up on the beach in the Newport area, about 95 miles northwest of Eugene, Oregon. Three separate devices were discovered with labels attached to them that read warning explosive. <laughs> well, right there's All your right. sign. Uh, the labels stated that each of the devices was a simulator hand grenade M116A1. This type of device is used to simulate battlefield noises and effects during training exercises. The okay. simulator hand grenade is used to simulate battlefield noises. So I just read that. Um, the Oregon State Police Bomb Squad responded and seized the devices because they just squash all kinds of fun. Authorities warned the public not to handle or attempt to move such a device if they find it and instead call 911. All right, so are these fireworks or, you know, they say they're for training, but it sounds like something that I get in the box on the 4th of July, you know? (laughs) Well, these things look to be... I got one sitting over here. They look to be pretty large. So I I think what they are is they they stick them in the ground to simulate, like, bomb explosions, and they set them off to, you know, to simulate the kind of Mm. battlefield noises that you would experience for the sake Mm. of training. But okay. why the big question is where'd they come from and why are they washing up on a beach? Right. Yeah. And what, you know, cause that's, there has to be tracking on these things, right? Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, you don't just lose. It's not like fireworks that you lose and don't say anything. Exactly. Okay. So somebody's either getting demoted or fired. Yep. Life radio dot FM, the Mark and Mac show, you know, a few minutes ago, when we were talking about the uh, the grenades that just washed up on shore, right? I, I'm still kind of stuck on that, you know. And and the reason is real simple. If um, like let's say you find these grenades that wash up on shore, and you put them in your car, dumb, but you think, well, I'll take these to the police. You realize that you're going to be in trouble, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it just hit me that whenever you find something like this. Leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Don't touch and call the cops. You probably don't want to use your real name though. <laughs> and use somebody else's phone yeah. because they're going to blame you. This is like the ultimate. And you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm somebody setting somebody up. At least it's not feet. You remember mm-hmm. we had that in oh, the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Shoe yeah. Uh, sneakers floating yeah. onto the shore and had feet in them. Yeah. I remember. Right. That. Yeah. Never solved that, did we? No, I don't. I don't. I don't remember ever seeing it. Kind of like the cows out in the desert that were uh, cut open yeah, with lasers yeah. and their blood sucked out. Yeah. We don't know. I mean, how many people are walking around planet Earth without feet? You know, mm-hmm. in tennis shoes. I mean, mm-hmm. I, it's like Wait. how many peg legs are there, and why do they keep? You know, now, this has happened in the Pacific Northwest. Yes, 
Has anybody Big talked foot. to Sasquatch? There you go. See? Bigfoot, foot and tennis shoe, grenades. That's what he's doing. He's luring guys with <laughs> fake grenades and then eating them, but he doesn't. It's kind of like chicken wings or fingers, you know, chicken yeah, yeah. fingers. He's like, I don't eat human fingers or human toes. Right, yeah. There you go. So well. leave the toe that as they have their Bigfoot meeting, they're sitting around the campfire and hey, does anybody want some uh, human toes? Nope. Don't eat them. They're bad mm. for you. Too much cholesterol. You know, All right, we'll leave them in the shoes. I think Sheldon was wrong. It's not going to be the robots that take over the earth. It's going to be Sasquatch. They already have. LifeRadio.fm, the Mark and Mac show. And, uh, you know, <laughs> what? I hear you, Chuck. I'm just man. looking at that picture of oh. Braylon and, and yeah. Hank. That's awesome. I said, uh, I told you, you know, with, with Braylon, uh, no, you know, it's fall break and yet bless his heart. He, I get like a cough and hack twice a year, mm-hmm. lasts a week to 10 days. And it's just sickly, you know, it's like, yep. and you really sound worse than you feel. Right. But it, it's just something and I've always had it. I've had it since as long as I can remember. And Braylon bless his heart has the same thing. So does Hannah. And it's just something in our makeup or whatever. And, um, he's going through that right now. And, and sometimes, you know, it's like, you just don't feel great. And, you know, he is a little boy. So it's like he (laughs) plays, you know, he's always playing until he doesn't play. And then it's, I'm sitting, he's on fall break on on top of that is on fall break and he's not well. (laughs) Right. That's a bummer. (laughs) So he's outside. Yeah. The wind's blowing hard yesterday afternoon. He's out there with the leaf blower. I'm like, Mm. Really? I yeah, let's just go the different away from the <laughs> pool. But that's a losing battle. <laughs> oh yeah. And Hank's watching him. You know, Hank's like when he comes back in, he's mine, you know? Mm-hmm. And so Bray goes outside ten, fifteen minutes, he comes back in and he's watching something on TV and he's in the recliner and Hank doesn't understand. Why are we not playing? You're here, we're not playing. What do you want me to do? And so Hank's doing everything he can yeah. mm-hmm. to you know. And it ain't happening. It yep. just is not happening. So. <laughs> Bless his heart, you know. Yep. It's just. I don't. That's a, that's you know, a funny. Get, pic- that's a funny picture because Bray is glued yeah. on the television. He's got his. He's yep. got his little Tupperware glass with his whatever in it, and the yeah. and the remote control on the arm of the chair, and he's glued to the TV, just totally glued right. to the TV. And Hank is like, "Are we going to play? Are we? Gonna, what are you right. doing? <laughs> Wait, aren't you supposed to be playing with me? <laughs> right. That's exactly what he's doing. Why are you not playing with me? What is? Did I hurt your feelings? It's just, yep. that's my world though. Uh-huh. It's, and I love it. But like I said, now on top, usually though, just so we're clear, usually Bray goes into that and then he and I play, you know, it'll be just pop on right. and Braylon day. Yeah. And you know, I've been doing some work around the house in the afternoons and early evenings and I, and he is very helpful, but he's very strong, you know, and he likes to do stuff and you know, he's good at it, mm-hmm. but dude, he doesn't feel like doing it. He doesn't right. want to be with me. He wants to be with his grandma. Yeah. And I get that. I understand it. I have no problem with it. She's wonderful and sweet and they have a great time. Mm-hmm. And I'm not kidding, man. He's just, he's having ground, you know, yep. he's having mama. He calls her mama. He's right. having a mama week. Right. And so I'm oh, yeah. used to having my time and I'm trying not to be jealous, mm-hmm. but it's like afternoon and evening with Paul, Paul, you know, we're, <laughs> I got, I got wood. I got saws. I got hammers. Come yeah. on, man. This is us. Right. And he looks at it like, nah, where's my move? You know, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> no, yeah. he just wants somebody who's still yes to whatever he wants. That's, that's all and he let's, wants. Yeah, but, <laughs> dude, it's like, it's a, they have their own little world of games mm-hmm. and stuff. And they want, it's just, it's a really unique relationship that they mm-hmm. have. And I love mm-hmm. it. I think it's wonderful, you know, but after a couple of days, I'm like, I thought that was you and me. You know, it's like I can't say that out loud. Oh, so you're Hank? Yeah, I, I am. I'm like, so he's got two dudes going. But what can I do, Brandon? I'll do it. Yes, yes, yes. Whatever you want. And, uh, doesn't work. It's like, so he's terrorizing me for some reason just by being. But he's being sweet. Mm-hmm. I love you, Papa, but I want Mamu. And he said that yeah. I love you, but I want Mamu. Mm-hmm. Like, really? I just, <laughs> okay. Well, go play with her then. Fine. You know, and I caught myself being kind of snarky about it too. <laughs> That's always helpful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sarcasm's kind of lost on a seven year old, you know? Life radio.fm, the Mark and Mac show. And, you know, Mark, at this time of year, um, some 
people are, are looking at their high school seniors and they're saying, you know, you really need to go ahead and get your applications done, you know, because admission letters are being sent out. Mm-hmm. As soon as you get past that first semester of your senior year, they're assuming all the rest is going to maintain. And, you you know, now's the time. If you're not already in the game, you're running behind. Mm-hmm. Because as these admission letters are going out, you know, you this is where plan A, B, C come together. And when I saw this thing says law school sends out erroneous admission emails, <laughs> all I could think of is what kind of lawsuit can one of these future lawyers figure out on this one? You know? Yeah. A law school in Massachusetts says, yeah, they, they are guilty of accidentally sending acceptance emails to thousands of former and current applicants. The Northeastern university school of law in a statement blamed a technical error for the glitch saying the erroneous emails went to more than 200 people who applied for admission starting next fall, as well as nearly 4,000 former applicants, some of whom are already enrolled. (laughs) They say the schools, the school of law quickly sent a clarifying email explaining the error. Individual outreach is also taking place to applicants with concerns. Uh, In other words, they're afraid those people are going to sue them for some reason. Uh Final admissions decisions won't be made until later in the academic year. They, uh, they say the school of law deeply regrets, 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 <laughs> regrets this unintended mistake and is taking steps to ensure that it will not happen in the future. Uh-huh. Lakeisha Papoutsikis. <laughs> okay. A single mother from Northborough, Massachusetts, who received the acceptance email told NBC 10 there in Boston that she was, has dreamed of going to law school since she was a child. Sure you have. See, she shared the good news uh, with her loved ones oh, no. before noticing the following, the follow-up email. She said, oh. I was like, oh my, this is so amazing. And then I was like, oh no, sorry, April Fool's Day. The, wow. falls, uh, the Falls Law School, this Falls Law School class has 234 members out of 3,877 applicants, according wow. to their website. Just wow. Yeah. I mean, that's man can you imagine getting that you know you're so excited for a brief just mm-hmm. however long i mean i can see that that would actually be really a sad day yeah. i remember getting turned down by duke you know because i applied to everywhere mm-hmm. you know that's the one thing is for real if you have and i'm gonna tell you if you have college uh at, you know kids that are going to be looking at college they should have already narrowed down where they want to go and what they want to study if they mm-hmm. don't have that yet really and truly and i mean this please think about all the other options yeah and there, the four-year education you get is not what it used to be. It wasn't wow. that way when I went to college, no. man. I remember that when I talked to my mom about college and I asked her about when, because my mom, you know, back then, your mom the same way, going to college for women really was not just guaranteed you're going, you know, if you're academically inclined. It wasn't that way back then. And uh, I asked my mom about her high school years and what did she take and things like that. And she actually had like an old report card from her uh, high school years and showed it to me. Dude, I'm looking at what they were teaching in the forties, oh, right? Oh yeah. yeah. And I, this was high school. And I'm going, I probably won't even see this until my second or third year of college. Oh yeah. I, I that remember was, lo- that was kind of shocking. I remember looking at, uh, back in the old one room, you know, the schoolhouse days, yeah. looking at some of the curriculum at the, that the, the, the high school aged kids were, were learning junior high and high school age kids, it's yeah. college stuff now and, and right. And upper college stuff now, but right. thinking back about this, this, uh, yeah. <laughs> this bumble, this problem yeah. that they had, right. You know, somebody, I, this is a big job having to take care right. of this to, to, to handle, to call, mm-hmm. to contact these people and apologize to them. 4,000 applicants. Yeah. <laughs> now we know what the newest hire at the school is doing. <laughs> wow. Yeah. LifeRadio.fm, the Mark and Mac show. You know, there are all kinds of opportunities. You know, we were talking a little bit ago about college, mm-hmm. and I'm a big fan of if you want to go to college, go. If you uh, don't, don't, you know, just have a plan. That's yeah, it. Just yeah. don't fall through life. You know, a lot of us do that. Even if we have a plan, oftentimes we just kind of fall through life. But if you listen to financial people like Dave Ramsey, where they talk about getting out of debt, oftentimes one of those things is getting a second job. 
Right. You know, you've, you've dug a hole. Now you got to get out. So you suck it up for a little while. Uh, and a lot of people have chosen to do, um, like a second uh, job as an Uber driver. Right. You know, it's a yeah. way to make extra money on your time. Yeah. So whenever there's a story that says Uber ride cost $33,000. Yeah. I'm thinking, wow, what kind of deal was this? Yeah. A guy in the UK was charged $33,000 for a 15 minute Uber ride after the destination was accidentally accidentally set to a location halfway around the world. 22-year-old trainee chef Oliver Kaplan finished his shift at a local pub and ordered an Uber to go meet his friends for a, a, a drink about 15 minutes away. Kaplan said the app originally quoted him between $9 and $10 for the short ride. He said, I ordered an Uber like I do most nights on the way home from work and everything seemed normal. The driver arrived, I got in the Uber, and he took me exactly where I was meant to be going. However... The next morning, Kaplan woke up to an alarming message from Uber saying he had insufficient funds in his bank account and that the (laughs) fare of $33,000 could not be charged. He said said the amount couldn't be taken because I had insufficient funds. If I'd had that sort of money, I'd have to... I had, I would have had to chase them for a refund. He could have landed me in all sorts of financial trouble. Kaplan hmm. swiftly took action, calling Uber's customer helpline to rectify the issue. As they looked into why the fee was so absurdly high, Uber realized the trip's drop-off destination had been set to Australia. According to Kaplan, Uber was extremely helpful and quickly changed um, Kaplan's fare to the correct amount of about $10. <laughs> The statement from Uber said, as soon as this issue was raised on Oliver's account, we immediately corrected the fare. We're very sorry for any inconvenience caused. Boy. Like, wow. The the reason this is a story is because it was taken care of quickly. Yes. You know? Yes. That's the story because this never happens, you know? Yeah, right. It's like that $33,000 insufficient fund, mm-hmm. it's going to keep on dinging, man. <laughs> the, thing, the, the domino effect, all right? If you're on a tight budget, I mean this, and... You're checking how much is going to cost me to go from point A to point B. And you do, you know, <laughs> yeah. and all of a sudden now you got the instant, you've got to pay the insufficient funds mm-hmm. every other time. So now it dings you for this one. Now you're negative 15 or whatever they charge for it now right. yeah. from what you thought you had. Yep. So now let's just say a couple of the things that you did based on the amount of money you thought you had. Mm-hmm. Boing. It's gone now. Boing. Yeah. Boing. Yep. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Now Stuff every bill you bouncing have. Bouncing everywhere. Wow. There you go. Yep. So who fixes that problem? You yeah. know, I mean, the if that were to happen, you know, and you realize the the first part was the Uber thing. Mm-hmm. That's where all of it went south. Can you go back to them and make them pay all of those fees and all of those things associated with that? Because your power's off, your water's wow. off, your cable's off. You got nothing. Everything yep. in your world got shut off because they made a mistake. Mm. Would they correct it? Would they go and, you know. Hey, hmm. right, we're writing checks. We got you, Dave. No, probably, they wouldn't. Probably not without the persuasion of a good attorney, which you couldn't afford in the first place. No, because you're counting pennies and all that. You know, That's right. Like, yeah. There you go. LifeRadio.fm, the Mark and Mac show. And, you know, Mark, can we talk about Andy Andrews real quick? Yeah. Okay. Andy Andrews is uh, a valuable commodity in terms of uh, uh, speaker, mm-hmm. author, a lot of things. And um, he's a believer, too. Yes. And he has performed on just about every stage there is. You know, yeah. this is a guy, been there, done that. And the one thing that I remember with Andy Andrews, and and uh, he's going to be doing the podcast with Scott Dawson, right? Right, yeah, that's we have a session next Tuesday with Andy. Yeah. yeah. And what is Dawson's new podcast? Has it oh, launched already? I, I yeah, mean, it's, I it's, that. well, this okay. is the, this is like the third season, I think. Third yeah. Or fourth. Okay. It's a, it's a, it's called Dawson now. And, uh, mm-hmm. the site, the website's dawsonnow.com and just look for it everywhere. You can find podcasts. You can find that podcast and I, I produce it. So, and okay. actually the latest one released, uh, this morning. And okay. so there's a brand new one out today. See, there you go. I just wanted to make sure we got, you know, um, the, the plug in. Yeah. Because Andy Andrews, um, just so you know, um, I'm trying to remember a lot of people have seen him, heard him, 
um, are aware. He's a very funny man. Worked as a comedian mm-hmm. all throughout the eighties. That's actually where I'm. I met him at that time. Okay, right. Just yeah. to give you a heads up. So years later, you know, in the eighties, doing a lot of comedy, saw Andy and uh, not. I mean, we're not friends. Okay, but we right. Met. Yeah, and came into contact with one another several times during the eighties, which was a blur for me. Hmm. And I apologize for that to yeah. those I might have heard at the time and myself, <laughs> but yes, <laughs> I digress. Okay. <laughs> so I'm at a thing when, uh, there was this new multi-level marketing thing called Quickstar, <laughs> and it was launching, right? <laughs> it was launching big time. Right, and yeah. I had a friend who's now in federal prison who actually invited me, uh, by, he took me to a, uh, a meeting and, uh, when a friend takes me to a meeting, he usually begins, my name's Dave. And, uh, that's not how this meeting began. Mm. This meeting began with, uh, quick star is not pig Latin for Amway. Okay. <laughs> Which immediately, if you know anything about, you know, multi-level marketing, yeah. you're going, yeah. if you have to tell me quick star is not pig Latin for Amway. It is Amway. You yes, know? That's, that's right. Just, yes. just say it. The, the fact it that you is. mentioned Amway means, yeah, it's yes. Amway. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? It's Quickstar. So let's talk Quickstar. And yeah. so Quickstar was, uh, here's the idea. The, this is in the late 90s now. I remember how things were in the late 90s. Yeah. Well, Quickstar was going to launch, and it was going to be an online mall where you would shop at these stores in this mall that was all online, all virtual. And, um, it was a very cool idea. Um, uh, and it was understandable. It was easy and all those things. It was mm-hmm. very, very cool. Um, and again, it is not, this is a new thing. Dave, this is a new, th- this is a new thing. Mm-hmm. All right, dude, do I still have to bring a couple people with me and draw circles <laughs> and get a lunch and all that? Well, you know, <laughs> multi-level marketing. What do you expect? Right. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> They go into this whole rigmarole and they tell you all the things. Now, here's the catch. Here is the catch with every multi-level marketing thing, especially those that attract, not target, but attract Christians. Most Christians want to have enough. They're not worried about uh, being rich. That's not the key here. The goal is financial freedom. Mm-hmm. So you can spend time with your family and loved ones and, and just be, you know, where the bills are paid. You know, that's kind of what most Christian families are after. Right. A way to spend more time together as a family, loving one another. And that's where Amway came in. They talked about that. And, you know, you'll get more time with your family. And when Quickstar came in, this is the new blah, blah, blah. So yeah. I got I got excited about it. I did. The problem is with any of these is when they're telling you you'll be able to spend more time with your family as you start looking at it. It's like, but everything you're talking to me about in terms of building my business, it requires me to go out at night. Mm-hmm. And go to meetings, and when I'm not, I'm planning on going to conferences and things like that that cost yep. money, and buying tapes that cost money, and you yep. you've got me spending a lot of money. To, but if I don't do that, it's my fault that my business isn't growing. Right. And I'm away from my house every night of the week, six nights a week, and Sunday we're at church, and you know it's like, wait a minute. Yep. How long does it take for me to see any of this downline? You know, so that I am making money where I can spend time with my family. Because to be honest with you. I keep hearing cats in the cradle, you know, in my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it ain't a Chinese restaurant. I'm not seeing my, I'm going to wake up in 10 years. My kids are going to be out of high school into college, mm-hmm. and I'm still going to be doing meetings in somebody's living room. Right. Yeah. Well, in, anyway, so that's where Andy came in. And he did a meeting in Birmingham. Andy is from Birmingham, from Alabama. I think he was born in Birmingham, but maybe. Anyway, bottom line. Andy was the guy who said, quick star is not pig Latin for Amway. Mm. Wow. And I love him. Yeah. He's brilliant. And he made a lot of money with Amway, made a lot of money with all these, you know, he really has. Yeah. And, uh, he can, you know, he is a great speaker he is. and, and good, you know, he's just brilliant. Mm-hmm. He really is. I'm looking and at he it. Got I'm, all in. I'm looking at his client list right now. And, yeah. and he, this guy is, he's spoken to just corporate clients. Let me just riff, rifle off a few real quick. Triple uh, A, the U.S. Air Force, AT and T, yep. Chick Fil A, Coca Cola, Ford, GM, uh, GE, Honda, IBM, uh, Microsoft. I just, hey, mm-hmm. the the people, the places, and that's just a handful of them. Right. And then big sports teams. He goes and speaks. To. Yeah. He's an incredible public speaker. He's a motivational yep. speaker, corporate speaker, and. Uh, 
He's very, very good at what he does. Very good. And you I, get, I, I remember. Seen, yeah, go ahead. You throw money at him. Yeah, <laughs> dude, here. Yeah, just see, I, it, I remember before, before he, uh, what's the best way? Before he hit. You know what I mean? Yeah. He yeah. just all of a sudden hit. I remember we were trying to get him on the show, and mm-hmm. he had a book out. And he was trying to push the book and we kept going back and forth. And I remember him saying, well, we've got to get this happening pretty quick guys, because mm-hmm. uh, before long, it's, it's not happening. And right. sure enough, before long, you couldn't touch him. He right. was everywhere. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Wow. So the plug is you guys going to have him next week <laughs> yes, on be, Scott Dawson's podcast next week on Dawson. Now. Yeah. <laughs> And we will give you the heads up on it yes. because I don't want you to miss it. Right. I just don't want you to miss the fact that somebody can be entertaining, successful financially and mm-hmm. in private life and has a, um, he's somebody that is worth listening to, he is. you know, and you put him and Dawson together. I think it's going to be a very valuable podcast and I want to make sure you guys are aware. If you yeah. listen to us, you're going to love this. liferadio.fm the mark and mac show and you know mark as we uh, head into the rest of this week i volunteer to try and i'm, I'm just going to say that i'm willing to try this out the two and a half day work week oh and uh i'm not suggesting that you do it with I, me i'm just suggesting hey, that you I'll haven't even run it up the flagpole and i'm saluting i'm, I'm there <laughs> man <laughs> Because I want to find out what it would be like to be a tourist, you know, which means traveling, which means taking a vacation, which means right. not being here all the day. So uh-huh. a tourist, quote, alarmed after setting up a secret camera and catching hotel worker red-handed. This is everybody's nightmare when you stay yep. in a hotel. You wonder, is somebody going through my stuff, right? The answer? Well, Arturo Brunello was trying to relax when he went away to Mexico. But soon he was left on edge by a shocking discovery. He claims that hotel workers who were supposed to be cleaning his room took the opportunity to search through his bags, to drink a beverage that was in his fridge, and look in the drawers. Arturo used the iSentry app, which turns a computer's webcam into a motion-sensing security system and recorded the footage. And after sharing it on TikTok, the clip soon went viral with over 3.2 million views. The staff member continued to rummage around the room as he opened the room safe and was filmed opening a backpack as Brunello sternly urged his viewers to be careful when you're traveling. After reporting the incident to management at the hotel, the employee was immediately fired. As Brunello praised iSentry as a 10 out of 10 app after it sent him an email when the app detected motion, Brunello's video seemed to have a positive effect as many viewers shared his anxiousness about the level of security in hotels as well as his travel advice. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm just making a note. iSentry app. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Got it. Yeah, me too. That is the, the, the thing, is, other than the sheets and all that not being changed out regularly, if right. you actually look at basic hotel stuff even the nice hotels the you know you you're you'll be grossed out you know yeah it's almost like you'd be better off just grabbing a blanket off the floor of your house that the dog sleeps on and take (laughs) it and sleep on that you know (laughs) you're probably better off life radio.fm the mark and mac show and you know, a couple of minutes ago, uh, we were talking about the app called iSentry um, that somebody had hooked up in a hotel to see what was going on when he wasn't there. Right. And Mark, <laughs> I told Mark, I got to get that. And he's like, dude, I don't leave my laptop out when I leave a room. Like, <laughs> I you know, don't know. You're right. I don't either. I don't want anybody stealing my laptop. Yep. But I wonder, <laughs> you could use this on a phone probably, right? Like we could go know. to a thrift store and get that $7 droid uh, phone <laughs> yeah, like you yeah, found. Right, yeah. Hook it up and there you go. Yeah, maybe. And I bet it works. Will, I'm going to look. And somebody will slip that phone in their pocket and take it home with them. Wait, um, oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> Ding, ding, and ding. it's a, that's a Mac app, by the way. So, oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I just looked it up. Eh, well, I I don't know. Since I don't have the Google store on my computer, I'm a Mac guy. I don't have all that stuff, yeah. you know, the Android stuff. So I don't know if it's available for Android. And since I gave my Android phone away, I can't look it up there. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, I'm stuck. <laughs> I will tell you what, though. 
the idea that it's called Sentry, mm -hmm. um, it made me think of Iron Man. Yeah. Because when he, you know, in uh, the Ultron movie, he tells uh, the uh, he he tells his suit Sentry mode. Right. So the suit that the Iron Man suit that he gets out yeah, of, yeah, yeah. And he's, it's like it's a suit, but it's also its own robot. It's so yeah. I'd kind of like to have that so I could say, okay, Sentry mode. Mm -hmm. You know, just to feel like Iron Man for a minute. Yeah. And I just looked, I went to their website and all they, they just have links to the app store, the Apple app store. So clear it's obviously an Apple product and that's it. Oh, oh well. all right. So well, we're not selling it. It's not no, like no, we're no. pitching this. It just was something that I found interesting and right. thought it was yeah. cool. But then Mark pointed out that in order to use it, you actually have to leave yourself exposed to thieves. Mm -hmm. And you know, <laughs> I don't know. There's part of me like, are they gonna, I mean, something that obvious, that blatant, that expensive, are they going to walk out the, you know, the door with it? Are they really, yes. you know, and if you think that, yes, they will. <laughs> Mark and Mac mornings only on life radio.fm.